This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he scores! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! Listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the debate show, the first one of 2022. Where this is the weekly show devoted to Sheffield Wednesday, where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on your club. Uh, if you're listening to the recording of this in podcast form and you're wondering how you can get involved, then do what over 2,000 of you are already doing and just follow us on Twitter at WTID Pod uh, and you'll see when we go live next. Uh, if you want to have your say, then press the microphone button on the bottom left um, just to request a talk. It really is that simple uh, as always i'm joined by liam russell liam mate how are you, you all right yeah not bad mate now i've got on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, got, on. <laughs> got, got there and i think i think i blocked you or something or booted you oh. or whatever but uh, no no hard feelings mate no hard feelings <laughs> um now uh, obviously there's one thing that we've been talking about well that everyone's been talking about on social media since those two defeats obviously it was even put to Dar- darren moore post-match on radio sheffield is Darren Moore the man to get us promoted, or would you rather see him uh, replaced? So obviously, we want to hear from uh, from everyone. You know, which side of the fence you want? Are you more in, more more out? Let us uh, let us know. Obviously, we don't want you to hold back. Um, you know, get in, get involved. Press that request to talk button and uh, let us know what your thoughts are on uh, on Darren Moore. Like I said, um, are you happy with uh, with Darren Moore at the moment? Or like I said, would you would you like to see him uh, see him replaced? Now, just before we do. Uh, get you know talking to uh to, to a few of you obviously a few things on darren moore and i he were appointed first uh, of march 2021 just 310 days ago obviously came from uh doncaster rovers i was doing a bit of digging in terms of looking at the stats and what have you 45 games played uh since he was appointed last season, won fifteen, drawn fifteen, and lost fifteen, which is a thirty-three point three percent win ratio in the league. That's thirty-eight games in the league, twelve wins, which is thirty-one and a half percent. And this season, obviously, twenty-four games and just the nine victories, thirty-seven and a half. Just looking, the three teams that got promoted last season were winning more than half the games, so we're still. Uh, Still a bit shy from uh, from that one. Uh, I brought Ben up um, onto the show. Ben, mate, how are you? All right. Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, what What about you? Which side of the fence are you on, Ben? Well, you know, I came on mate, after Cheltenham game away. I would uh, come out absolutely saving. I wanted him gone. It was just embarrassing. But then a couple of days later, mate, we had the Sunderland home game. We were awesome, absolutely brilliant. I think everyone came out that day, that night, thinking. Blooming heck, what, what a turnaround. Then we've had, what, 12 league games on the run unbeaten? Yep. Um, all right, we're not all wins, had quite a few draws, but we've seen, you know, we've been playing a lot better. Portsmouth through the week, we had, what, no central defender playing? And I think everyone looked at that lineup against Portsmouth thinking, there's no way on this earth going to keep a clean sheet, and we did. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> 12 games unbeaten, 
with your defeat, let's be honest, we're going to lose eventually. It's going to happen. COVID hits, we what, don't have any training for, what, 19 days? Who's had COVID who We don't know. So I kind of expected to get beat by Sunderland and to be honest with Shrewsbury as well. Yeah, they were terrible games, mate. The, the overreaction we've had has just been pathetic. What? So, yeah. so do you think we need to game, game time? Yeah, I do, because I've, I've seen enough of them 12 games unbeaten to say he probably deserves a crack. I'm not saying he's the right man long term, who knows, but I think he's hurt his chance, mate. And I mean, crew away a couple of weeks ago. We all ended that game shouting Darren Moore's by Miami. And two weeks later, three weeks later, he's got to go. So for me, you know, you've got to accept it, you know. Strange circumstances, I mean, what you haven't played for 19, what, 19 days? Yeah. It's going to take a, a toll, mate, and it? it's got to. And, uh, I, I mean, are, are you, are you, on the whole, are you happy with Darren Moore at the moment since he's come in, you know, the, what he's done in the summer, all the new signings that he's brought in? Are, are you, how, how would you stand? Are you pleased with him at the moment? I'm hanging in the middle at the minute. Prior, as I said, Cheltenham away, I want him gone that way. I'd had enough. But then, as I said, Sunderland game at home, we just played so much better in it. Then 12 games since then, we have played a lot better, mate. We haven't had any centre-halves as first choice. I said we're playing, what, John's, Marvin Johnson at centre-half? It's not going to happen long-term, is it? You know what I mean? So, I mean, Portsmouth, as I say, no centre-half that game. We kept a clean sheet. So, for me, we have turned the corner, mate. And these last two games, I mean... I think everyone could have predicted a loss at Sunderland with what's happened. So, and yeah, I mean, at, at what point then does do we look at you know obviously you you you're all right with him at the moment. You say you're you know in the middle, but at what point do we start to panic then? At what point is he, in, he is he in trouble? Well, we've got a week off now, haven't we? So we've got a good week and a half training, and after that, there's no excuse in there as long as they're on that training pitch now until what is it um, Plymouth next game at home? Yep, but that's not excuse it. Yeah, if we don't turn up against Plymouth, then that's it for me. We've got to turn up. If we don't, then yeah, I'll turn. But for me, the, the overreaction mate, has just been pathetic. And can I say another thing about Gosh, fans God. as well? Yeah. I'm going to get a bit of flack on this. Lee Bullen is being linked with a job to Air United, is it? Yeah. He's a Wednesday legend. I know that playoff final when he's in that, you know, changing room, laid out, proud as old he were. And he's been linked with it. There's been a few posts online, players slagging him off, pal, saying, you know, good riddance, get rid. You know, let's have a bit of respect, guys. He's a club legend, and you know, if he gets a job, good luck to him. Yeah, mate, I, I echo that. You know, Lee Bull and what a what a legend he's been. He stepped in a few times. All right, it might not have worked uh, the last time he uh, he stepped in, but you know, he's uh, like you said, the the time when we got promoted, uh, the, all the goals he scored as well, and not obviously the time that he's been at the club. You know, if you get a if you get a job as a manager somewhere else, then you're not going to work. Well, I'm not going to stop him anyway. Uh, cheers, Ben. Well, just stay stay on, but uh, I just want to bring uh, Dimmy. Uh, Dimmy on, Dimmy, how are you? All right. Good, mate. How you doing? You're right. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Um, I think you know what I'm going to say. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent more in, mate. Um, the fact we're even having this conversation before the end of the season, I honestly think, is ridiculous. Um, you, you, changing a manager does not work. And I seen um, I seen a post on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere the other day, and it was like, a list of available managers. And someone was like, oh, yeah, some good ones on there. That which included Tony Pulis and Gary Monk. And I'm like, any fan that wants to go back anywhere near Tony Pulis is clear. Hopefully, they were taking a mickey. But, um, I mean, I just honestly, I think it's ridiculous. He's got to stay till the end of the season. He's had one transfer window, right? You got to, personally, I forget the games from last season, right? Last, right off last season, it was what it was. Um, we started a fresh this season, right? So for me, his record starts for this season. Um, no, the two games weren't good enough. I I admit that. that It does need to be better. I admit that. But when you take into account everything that's kind of happened, I can understand why those performances were put in, right? I mean, maybe that's just me and I'm giving him too much time. What I think we should be focusing our... Um, our attentions on is actually not talking about Darren Moore, not talking about uh, the squad and the players and and all that. Actually, we should uh, come together as a fan base, um, get the media involved as well, and everybody just start emailing the club. All you got to do is email a club and ask Dapon Chancery a couple of words. What is the five-year plan? Email the club once a day, once a week, whatever it is, write a letter, send an email to anyone at the club and just ask Chancery, what's the five-year plan? What's the 10-year plan? You want a call to arms? This is a call to arms, mate. Let's let's come together as a fan base and figure out what the five-year plan is. Not worry about the end of the season. 
do you do you have any idea what that plan is, Dimmy? I have absolutely no idea, mate. I don't think anyone does. Chancery started off doing those fan forum things, but we have I don't think we've had one for a while, have we? Um, and he's not really talking to the fans anymore. So let's start bombarding the club. If we if if all the fans get behind that and start emailing the club, uh, emailing the the club and emailing the Chancery, uh, sending letters. What's the five year plan? We want to know what the five year plan is. You know, and media after games, Darren, what's the five-year plan? Do, do you know what I mean? Then he's got to come out and answer us. At the minute, we're all bickering about whether Darren Moore should get fired, whether he should stay, whether he should go, um, who, you know, which loan players you want to get rid of. Forget that, right? Let's just, the season's going to be what it's going to be. We spent no money in the summer. We've got to remember that. These are all free transfers and loan signings. There's a reason they were all free, right? We've got some good, we've got some good young players in in the club so let's nurture those um but let's figure out what a five-year plan is where are we heading because the way we're going you know sack darren moore and then we start again okay right this season off let's go into next season then well let's figure out what our five and maybe even 10-year plan is that's that's what i'm saying well since um deshpan chancery came in what january 20 2015 we've had seven managers in uh, in seven years um so you know that's including um three years for carvajal yeah, yeah, that's including Carvab. That's also including Stuart Gray as well. When he, uh, who was obviously here when he uh, when he came in. But I mean, if, if you look at it though, obviously we, we you know we signed Darren Moore. You know, brought him in as manager. Obviously, back mm. off the back of his form at Doncaster. Obviously, he's got a bigger budget, better, arguably better players. But yet he's doing worse than what he was doing at Doncaster in terms of you know points per game. You know, but he hasn't bud- got a bigger budget though, has he? He's well, got a weight, bigger wage budget potentially. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, wage budget is three, three, three times as more. I mean, to be fair, I don't think Doncaster were going to be really spending a great deal of money, I don't, and I don't think they had that much money, if any, money to spend at all. I mean, he's not, he's not doing good enough, though, is he, Dimmer? The last two games, he hasn't, uh, haven't been good enough. But there are extenuating circumstances now. We had three weeks off half the squad. You know, we don't know who was off uh, with COVID. Dennis looked like he was uh, struggling against um, uh, Shrewsbury on, uh, uh, was it Sunday? Um, he, he didn't look right. Um, you, we don't know which players have had COVID, which players haven't, who's been training, who hasn't. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, it's a very short-sighted view to just take each game as, as and look at each game and critique each game. We've got to look at it over the course of a month or a season. For me, right? So, we're always going to have bad games. Yeah. Like, so, so at the end of the season, then, obviously, you're saying given to the end of the season. At, at what point? Uh, what is the kind of cut-off point? Is at what point do you say, right? Is we've got to the end of the season. He's not good enough. Is that? Do we need to get promotion? Do we need to finish top half? Where, where do we need to finish? I would say top ten. If it's not, if we if we're not in the top ten, then we should then we should ask, start asking questions okay. at the end of the season. For, right. for me. Cheers, Dimmy. Thanks for that, mate. Um, Tom, I just want to bring you on, mate. How are you? All right? Yeah, not bad yourself, mate. Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, what do you want to say, Tom? Um, yeah, you've probably seen from the messages that I'm, I'm behind Darren Moore. Uh, I don't think we should sack him. Pretty much like what Dimmy said there, um, that there's there's deeper line issues at the club rather than Darren Moore. And he, he starts with absent absent corrupt chairman, to be honest. That's that's where the, the bigger issues lie. Um, I just... I just think it's think it's silly for fans to be calling for Morzad after yeah they're not great games but given the circumstances um, I don't think any manager could really deal with uh, what what cards has been being dealt I mean just put it on a bigger scale look at Man United recently they their players had COVID games were off Newcastle Wolves poor performances now nobody's calling for their manager's head and that's on a much more bigger scale. I think we need to have a reality check and realise we are where we are because we deserve to be there. And I just, I just think that it doesn't work. I think, uh, I think Liam mentioned it in a podcast quite recently. He mentioned about Paul Warren at Rotherham, and they've obviously gone down, come up, gone down, come up. But they are where they are, and they play some good football, and they've stuck with Paul Warren. And Paul Warren will only go again if if he were to leave Rotherham. He wouldn't go to another League One club. He'd be going to a Championship club, probably mid to top end of there, because of what he's done at Rotherham on that budget. So I, I don't think we should be sacking him, and I don't think there's anybody out there who would come to Wednesday. People spoke about Alex Neal. I find that quite laughable at the moment. 
his win percentage at uh, Preston were like 40 odd percent. So he's proven in championship. Why the hell would he come to us? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, he might. I said that, and then I might get egg on my face. He might sack more and Neil will come in. But looking at it right now, who the hell would come and work under this owner? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when Darren Moore came in, it was obviously missed the um, the January transfer window. If you if you're going to do it, is is now not the best time? We've got all the, the January. The, you know, manager's not got the excuse of these aren't my players. He'll have a bit of time to bring players in. Obviously, yeah, freeze and loans and stuff. But at least he can he can uh, shop around, as, as so to speak. Would you not Would you not agree with that? Yeah, if, if you're going to make a change, you make it at the beginning of a window, obviously to give them that opportunity. But like I've said previously, you've got the likes of who's come in: Silla, Sal, Berahino, Wing. Well, Wings on loan, sorry, Marvin Johnson, um, Adeniran, um, Shadipo. The some are on loan, some are our players. Now, a manager comes in and says, "I don't fancy Sal, Berahino, uh, and Adeniran. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to play you. You're not in my plans." They're going to sit there and say, right, fair enough. You either pay me up or I sit here and wait until you get sacked because I'll be here longer than you. And that's what that's what's happened in the past. That's how, that's what happened with Hutchinson. That's what happened with Westwood when they all got frozen out. They basically just sat there and went, right, fair enough. If you don't want me, fair enough. But I will be here longer than you. And look what happened. They sacked managers, they sacked Joss. Other managers went and then players were still there. Players have the power now. So I do agree if you're going to make a change, you make it at the start of the window. However, we're just going to get an overinflated squad and I think that'll just cause big, bigger issues internally, personally. Okay, cheers, Tom. Just stick around, mate. Uh, I just want to bring Luke uh, on. Luke, mate, how are you? All right? Yeah, good. Thanks. Great uh, podcast, mate. Cheers, thank you. Cheers, Luke. Yeah, what do you want to say? I can't believe I'm hearing, to be honest. Uh, everybody is, uh, is on uh, Darren Moore's side. I just can't see it. Uh, there's been... Hardly, hardly any progression throughout the whole time that he's been here. Uh, yeah, we've had a couple of good games, but other than that, that that it's just like no progression. I can't see a plan. I can't see what he's trying to do with the team. And talking about the players there, another manager coming in and not liking the players. I don't think he likes. It. I don't think Darren Moore likes his players. Other players don't like him at the moment. Uh, never mind if another manager comes in. Uh, they, they're not exactly playing for him, are they? And that includes Berahino and Sal and uh, anyone else you want to speak about that he's brought in. Uh, Wing, uh, another obvious, another ob- obvious one. I mean, how, just, how much uh, how much blame yeah. do we have to put on the players, though, uh, Luke? Yeah, well, obviously the blame does go on players, but who who's the one who motivates them? Who's the one that picks them? Who's the one that is supposed to be tactically getting the best out of them? And the day that falls on the manager at the moment. Uh, I mean, you can probably name a couple who have played well this season, like actually stood out. Uh, everyone else is just hit and, hit and miss and hit and miss. Uh, you can go as far as, like, obviously, Baron ba- Barry Bannon. We expect high, a lot from him, obviously. We should. Why shouldn't we? Uh, and he's just constantly in, in and out of games. He's, 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 he has one good game and two very inconsistent games and then might have another one good game. And, uh, it's... Yeah, I just can't see it. I know, I know it's great to be back, get behind the manager and all that. Yeah, I get it. He's a great, nice guy. Uh, he's gone through a lot of the club. He's obviously nearly died at one point. But uh, And I'd, I'd love him to be successful, but he's, he's just not shown or given anything for us to be kind of gripping onto that makes me think he is going to be a manager who's going to be successful at Sheffield Wednesday. I'd love him to prove me wrong, but that's just how I feel at the moment. I mean, obviously, when we sacked, you know, Jos Lukai, you know, obviously Bruce left, then there was Gary Monk, then there's Tony Pulis. People, fans were crying out for for a long-term solution and for, you know, to stick by the manager. But yet, we've brought Darren Moore in. All right, his win percentage is not great, but, you know, he's, he's played what we played forty-five games, which is what Gary Monk played. There were fifty-eight, forty-eight games for for Jos Lukai. Obviously, Bruce only here for eighteen, and Pulis was only here for ten. You know, what, are you not prepared to give him time for for him to have that? You know, to, for him to be that long-term solution. Because sacking him now is clearly not. Uh... You say you say we're not giving him time. He's had nearly a year, and what progression in that year have we seen in a in a year? That is, that's not that's yeah. not. You know what I mean, it's not like he's had a couple of months, a few months to get. He's had, he's had nearly a whole season uh, in indirectly. I appreciate there's been a lot of coming and goings and stuff going on behind the scenes that he's got no control over. But 
I, I, I just don't see any progression. Uh, I see us playing players in wrong positions. Uh, we'll we'll have a centre back on the bench when and and play a, a left winger at centre back instead. We'll, jeez, oh, honestly, it's uh, I just I can't get my head around half the things he, he picks and chooses. What's gone on this season? Yes, there's been injuries, but the players we've got. They're not bad players in this league. Even the ones available are not bad players in this league. Uh, it's it just I, uh, I just can't I can't I've got nothing nothing to uh, grip onto and I just don't I've got no expectations uh, while he's there at the moment. Well, I, once again, loving to prove me wrong, uh, but for me, it's it's not happening. Of course, before you uh, before you say peace, Lee, I'm just want to say if if you want to get involved as well, whichever side of the fence you're on, then just press that request to talk button on the bottom left. Uh, I said get involved, and we'll uh, we'll bring you on. Uh, what do you want to say, Liam? No, I was just going to say in terms of uh, Luke just there, like saying obviously we've got good players at this level. Have many of them played at this level? That's just my kind of you know, and like and I get like we're saying he's had a year, but you may as well chalk the championship off and then we've got rid of loads of players because we couldn't afford to keep paying them could we so and like I've said I've said it many a time we've got a you know like you kind of said did, does more, did more want the players I think it might have been a case of we got what we could to bulk the squad up in in some cases but I can see where you're coming from, in a sense, but yeah, I mean, just fully. in terms of recruitment, obviously, I'll just read through the you know, the signings that he's made. Um, obviously, he's got six loans in: Peacock, Farrell, Wing, Cambere, Gibson, Corbiano, and Shadipo. <coughs> nine on permanent: Gregory Johnson, Adeniran, Hunt, Brown, uh, Silaso, Berahino, Mendes, Lang, and and George Byers. Um, I just want to bring Ben on. Ben, mate, how are you? All right. Yeah, yeah, good mate. How yourself? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. What do you want to say, Ben? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to start. To Come be on, fair. Ben. Don't don't sit on uh, fence. <laughs> no, no, I'm not sitting on fence. I'm de- I'm definitely I'm definitely a more in. Do you know what I mean? And and I have I have been from start. I think he's it's it's all about the bigger picture. He's he's got a big job to do, and we had to get rid of a lot of players that we wanted to get rid of towards end of last season. Um, do you not see him as being too nice though, Ben? What, what, Darren Moore himself? Yeah, like everyone obviously, you know, I'm not saying that being nice is a, a bad quality to have. I think there should be more nice people in the in the world and more people like Darren Moore. But do you think he has the the, the qualities to be a, a manager at, at Sheffield Wednesday? I don't, when when people chuck around that comment about being too nice, I don't I don't think you can win with being too nice or being too nasty. Someone who's who's a bit harsh and is a bit tough with youngins and he's, and he's not approachable, don't work. Someone who's too nice, don't know how to give someone to kick up backside. Again, that don't work. So it's it's one of them in it. Do you know what I mean? You can either be too not too nice or too much of a idiot. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's, I, I don't really I don't really believe that sort of saying to myself. If someone's too nice, to be fair. Um, I mean, I've, I've one, just, thing, one, one thing I will mention. I was I was going to say about uh, with squad and stuff. I think if, for me, if if you look at the the players that we brought in in an ideal world, if everyone was fit you're going to still have nine players that are going to start from last season. Do you know what I mean? From that squad, you're probably only new players that have come in that are going to get a first team is probably Gregory, um, Peacock, Farrell and Adeniran. So all your, out of your starting 11, you've still got last season's squad. So are you are you not happy with the, with the players that he's brought in? No, no, I'm not happy with players you brought in, but again, you've, you've got your hands tied behind your back when you've, you've got to go out and market with players where they're not wanted from a club, they've got to go on loan to 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 improve or to get game time. So you they 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 they're kind of starting off at back foot then. So you know when you get free when you get free players and loan players and you're not you're very rare you get one that or two that come in and and win you a season. So we've had to revert back to the players that got us relegated last season. Yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean so, I mean when... I'm definitely I'm definitely a more in any way for, for myself. I look at bigger picture and you know, you could sack him. Then what happens? Someone comes in, don't like these players that we've got, um, and he's got to start again. So he's got to get some more players in, and your, your wage budget doubles and triples. And we're just not in that position to do that. So I think we're just stuck with what we've got for the time being. To be fair, yeah, and again, you've got the, you've got them bigger players that might even 
if we don't go up, they might go. So your players like your Iolfers, your Massimos, your Bannons and, and all them kind of players, Hutchinson's, Hunts and whatever contracts are on, if we don't go up, they might leave and it, it, it might be a good thing because they've not really done no much for the last couple of seasons really, have they? No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, before I just move on to the next point as well, again, if you want to have your say, then press that request to talk button on the bottom left and I'll uh, I'll bring you up and you can uh, you can say your piece. Obviously, we're talking about whether uh, you should, you know, whether we should, we should stick with Darren Moore or whether we should uh, move on and bring uh, and bring someone else in. I mean, um, I was looking as well, Jos Lukai, he got sacked for having the, the, well, the slightly better win percentage than what uh, Darren Moore's got at the moment in arguably a, a, a tougher division in the championship. Um, you know, he thirty three percent of the of the forty eight games that uh, that he was manager for. So, you know, is is now the is now the time to to sack him based on that, or do we need to, uh, or do we need to give him time? Like I said, press that request to talk button, come up onto the uh, onto the show, and uh, and have your say. Um, ben, yeah, what do you want to? What about, just just on the back of that one? Um, not really. Like, yeah, like I say, I, I think you've got to get behind him. You've got to get twenty odd thousand plus in Hillsborough, and, and we've we've got to go for it. And we've you know not be so negative when someone kicks ball out for a throw in or someone makes a misplaced pass. You know what I mean? If we if we're gonna if we're gonna go for it as a as a club, we've we've got to go for it. And like people have said before, you know, Chan Service got a lot to blame. What's going off? It's not just one man who's to blame for everything. There's a there's a lot that goes off behind scenes. There's players on pitch, and there's also a manager. But obviously, Darren gets the gets the the brunt of it. Do you know what I mean? I've still got a mini picture frame on me on the on the mantelpiece at home, and that's that's going to stay there. Do you know what I mean? So it is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, I'm behind him, and fair enough. I'm sure I'll have a few arguments over with someone who's booing him and shouting Darren Moore out, and I might have to turn around and tell him a peace of mind. But we'll come to that when we. 2 0 down at Plymouth next week. Cheers, Ben. Now, before I bring uh, before I bring Sam on, Tom, do you want to have to, uh, something else to say? Yeah, just a quick one. It's not. It's something that Luke said, which it's a good. It's well, it's a, it's a valid point. But I've heard it from a few people. They're saying there's no there's no plan, there's no style. You look at the way we play, and you can't really work out what we're doing. I get that, but look at the injuries. Look at people missing, COVID things like that. We more could spend all week on training ground setting something up and then all of a sudden two lads break down with injury on on a Thursday or Friday, then he's got to put your, your likes of Marvin Johnson in who's, who hasn't really done anything drastically wrong on the on, on, on a whole, say that he's playing out of position. So he might have set up all week, let's say with Palmer, Dunkler and Hutchinson as a back three. And then obviously Dunkler got injured after half an hour, so he had to bring Brennan on. Yeah, Brennan is a centre half, but he changes dynamic. So I don't really at this moment in time, given the whole picture, I don't really buy into this no identity until we've got the the right players back, which I mean Iorfa, Luango, Windas. When they're all back in and he's got the his his luxury players to to go at, then then that's when I'll judge him a bit more. But I yeah, like, I just want to bring that up about this style that He's, he's, he's said it himself with the injuries. He's never known anything like it. And I think us as fans, we can see. I mean, the other night, there was a lad on the bench, or sorry, on Sunday, who got released from a non-league club. We've picked him up for 23s. He must be doing all right. But again, that proves that there's, there's, there's deeper issues than just a more at the club. Yeah, cheers, Tom. Uh, yeah, Sam, I just want to bring you on, mate. How are you, all right? Uh, I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Sam, what do you want to have to say? Good, good. Um, well, I... I thought I'd be kind of a lone voice in the in the defending um, Darren Moore side of it, but it sounds like I'm not, which is which is good. I think I think as fans we perhaps have problems with expectations. Um, my being a Wednesday fan is rooted in the uh, sort of late eighties, nineties, uh, and so forth. Um, the glory years, <laughs> exactly, exactly, and, and our decline since then is kind of hard to watch. And, and you go into all the games in in, in League One thinking, uh, well, we're Wednesday and we're playing Wickham or Morecambe or Accrington and it's ridiculous that we're even having to play these teams or whatever but I think none of that has anything to do with Darren Moore I mean it all happened a long very long time before he took over all that decline and I think um, I think it's crazy to be to be considering right now whether we ought to sack him and we've just come off the, before Christmas a run of quite a long unbeaten run and at the start of that run there were far too many draws and we didn't play all that well and towards the end of it there were more wins interspersed with the draws and we played really well. And then we've had, and by the way, during that run, there were 
a fair few injuries at the time as well. It's not like he had his first 11 throughout that period. And so now we've had Christmas, COVID, uh, injuries. It's a weird period for football. It doesn't really excuse it, but it's it's a strange situation. Come back and, and have a sort of terrible game against, uh, against Sunderland. Then we have what is a disappointing game against um, Shrewsbury, where... For, I would say for 60, 65 minutes, we were terrible and then actually looked all right in the last half an hour. And it seems to me that the, the sort of the correct attitude to all this would be to be disappointed, not to be, this is terrible, we must fire the manager, but just to think, you know, we, it, we'd we like to be doing better, but, you know, let's see how it goes and, 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 and see if, if, if he can turn it around a bit more. I, I just think it, it, it's, it's way over the top at this point. He, he objectively doesn't deserve to be sacked right now, uh, in my opinion. I mean, so how long do we give him then, um, Sam? Well, I think, uh, for me, in my mind, others may disagree with this, given the rebuilding job that he's had to do, you would give him to the end of the season. And if and if if we're not, at the very least, um, in the top half of the table with things looking up, and I would say a bit better than that, um, if we're on the fringes of the playoffs, just outside, just in, um, I would be inclined to keep going with him, providing you know things don't look like they're in, in decline, personally. I mean, so so does some of the blame have to have to lie with uh, with Chan Siri then, Sam? The blame for what? For where we are in the in the division, um, the results, um, the the recruitment, everything for for where for where we're currently sat right now. Um, I don't think the recruitment's all that bad, really. I, th- I think if you if you're trying to rebuild as much of the team as you did have to build within such a short space of time, then you're in a beggars can't be choosers situation to some extent. Uh, I think the, the 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 reason for the points deduction, which sets us off on a decline, I would imagine has to do with Chancery. I don't really understand it in detail. Um, I, as, as far as it goes now, though, I think I don't think we're in a terrible predicament. I think we're in a, a sort of somewhat disappointing situation for where we wanted to be, uh, but there's still plenty to play for. That's that's how I would see it. Great stuff. Uh, cheers, Sam. Thanks for that. Um, Mike, right. I just want to uh, bring you on, mate. How are you? All right? Not too bad, mate. You? Yeah, all good. All good. What do you want to say, Mike? Um, I think first thing, obviously, um, this this period, obviously, with Darren Moore, um, it hasn't been drastic. It's not been too bad. Um, a lot of people are shouting out, but I'm still on that part saying I still want more in. Uh, I think jumping from manager to manager creates quite a lot of problems. Um, just for, obviously, in this period of time, we're looking just trying to make playoffs, which, if I'm honest, I don't think we'll do now. Um, but... Biggest issue for me is still Chancera. There's no other shape or form about it. I think he's the biggest issue that we've got in club. And until we get that sorted um, with a bit of structure on uh, club, I don't think it'll be getting any better, mate. Do you not think that, um, obviously, obviously, look, you know, Chancera looks like in pre-season, he, he let the reins off a little bit in terms of allowing um, Darren Moore to bring uh, well, what, what we thought is his players the, to the club. Do you not think he's making inroads into um, being the chairman that you that you want him to be? No, I, I, well, you look at them signings that happened in in summer. Darren Moore's picking from players that really in that transfer market have either been released by their old clubs, so they obviously don't think very highly of them anymore, or they can't afford them, one or other. Um, and second part of it is that. He's got his hands tied behind his back because that's the only selection that he can make, obviously, with transfer embargo. So it, I, I'm struggling to sit there and say that it, this is almost fault. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's not. It, it lies solely at the club and oh, uh, Chantira. 
Yeah, Mike. I mean, what? Where did you think we'd finish? Uh, like in pre-season when we signed all the players, where, where did you expect us to finish this season? Well, every Sheffield Wednesday fan, okay, would have expected us to say top six. I think we've just. Uh, I think we've uh, just lost Mike there. Um, Andy, yeah, I was going to come to you, mate. Um, what do you want to have to say, mate? Yeah, so two points on Darren Moore, really. Um, I, I, I really want him to succeed. I think he's a great guy and he he, he obviously loves the club. I, I think it's a bit out of his depth, to be honest. So uh, my points are, do we want a window, uh, a transfer window, where we can maybe get some players out and get some players in with Darren Moore in charge? Because his... Uh, his recruitment hasn't been great, to be honest. Let, let's be honest, his recruitment has been pretty, pretty, pretty awful. Um, and my second point is, if anybody remembers Darren Moore, he was a old-fashioned Rose Z defender who uh, basically would defend, you know, block and, and everything, and put the ball out uh, to the, you know, to, to the sidelines. But why are our defenders doing that? Why, why are we conceding so many awful set-piece goals? Um, the guy's a, a defender and a good defender. He had an incredible career at being a defender. Um, and, you know, it, looking at our set pieces, it, it, it makes me wince every single time we have, we have corner concede. So are, are you saying that, you know, is, is Darren Moore the man to get us out of this division or are you saying that we need to perhaps move him on? Yeah, Jonathan, are you there, mate? Yeah, I'm speaking. Yeah, mate, so I don't know what happened there, but yeah, what uh, what do you want to have to say, mate? Uh, six league wins in the last 20. Six points off playoffs. Ten points off automatic. Halfway through the season, it's not good enough. Not which squad we've got. Um, would I, am I more in or more out? Um, on the fence in terms of, well, if I know who's replacing him, then I'll say, yes, I want him replaced with that manager. But at the moment... There's nobody really standing out for me. Yeah, I mean, you, you've mentioned there, you know, that the, the amount of wins that we've had in isn't good enough. Um, would you not say that? Obviously, we've had lots of injuries so far this season. Do you not think that his hands have been a bit tied behind his back to to some respect? Well, no, because I think we've got a large squad, but I don't think he's using it. Like, I looked at the starting eleven against Shrewsbury, and. You know Louis Wing's going to be rubbish. You know that Berahino's not going to contribute much. Uh, you're wondering why one week Patterson's playing centre-back, then he's playing up front, then he's playing right wing-back. You know, we, the, it seems to me like he plays players that play poorly, don't really contribute much, keep going inside. And then there's players that just haven't been given an extended run inside. Like, Corbin who plays really well and then gets dropped. Why? Like, Adenarin played really well had one bad game, gets dropped. It's like, oh, the night against Sunderland, you know, Mendes Lang looked like a decent attacking threat. Then he doesn't start him against Shrewsbury, but then he brings him on against Shrewsbury, and then we look like a decent attacking threat. And I think his team selections are too negative. I really don't like this three at back anymore. Um, well, it's funny, said, obviously, we mentioned three at the back um, on uh, on Monday's podcast, I don't know if you've listened to it, but after that, I had a look, and... Um, we played the four three two one for the first ten games of the season, I think it were. Um up until yeah. Bolton, I think it was. The the Oxford defeat was the last time that we played four at the back. And then we switched to, to the three at the back and then up until Sunderland game, we'd not lost. We're playing three at the back. So I know we I know, you know we mentioned it at the at the weekend, but as far as Darren Moore's concerned, he, he must be thinking that it's it's kinda of working. You know, the thing is I would say though, we went them twelve games unbeaten. But I'd like to, I mean, I'd have to go back and look at it. How many points off at playoffs or top two were we before those 12 games compared to where we were after those 12 games? Because it seems like we've got 12 games unbeaten and ain't got any closer. Yeah, obviously seven draws. I mean, draws don't get you anywhere, do they? Seven draws and five um, wins. No. Uh, the, la- the last two, I mean, the last week, you know, against Shrewsbury, everyone's pretty much won um, that's above us. Obviously, sorry, we've, we've, we've slipped a further three points just uh, yeah. just from Sunday's game. So, but I do I do get your point. Uh, I mean, you know, you've mentioned you'd only sack him if you know who's, who's coming in. I mean, what, what type of manager do you want? And, do, you know, were, were you someone that were, that were shouting for a, for a long-term... Um, solution or did you, or did you no. want a quick fix quick fix because I just want to you know what right and this is back to 
the fact when we lost the playoff final against Hull, I, I was sick of being in championship. So I'm even more sick of being in League One. I just want quick fix to get us up, get us back in championship. I won't put in a long-term solution until we're a comfortable mid-table championship side. We've just got to focus on promotion this year, get out of this league, survive in championship for a season or two, then start to have a look at a long-term solution. Just, I know it's, just it's for me, and this is what I'm, and I've had this debate with other Wednesday fans. It's just about expectations and where your expectations are. Like I know some Wednesday fans would be happy to see progress on pitch, even if we didn't get promoted. To me, if you don't get promoted, it's a complete failure this year. Just, just on that, um, <clears throat> you look at two clubs that have probably climbed the league with a good planning. Probably stuck with the manager in Bournemouth and Brentford. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. I don't know. You know, we obviously threw all those eggs in one basket to try and go up to the Prem. It didn't work and look where we are now. So if we carry on going with quick fixes, where do we no, end up? I think, I think a quick fix this season to get us up, but I don't, I couldn't. But, but whether that quick fix is a new manager or just, I'd just like to see a few players out and a couple of players in, you see, in this window. I think it's more important we get players out. Well, on that one then, John, I mean, um, who do you want to see, like, Moving on, and, and who, like, in what positions? Obviously, it's hard to say exactly who you want to bring in, but in what positions do we need to strengthen, in your opinion? Um, I'd say probably a centre back, probably a defensive midfielder, and probably a striker. I think two players we rely on far too much is Luongo and Widnas. Um, but then I think there's just other players that just need to go because so they're just not contributing anything. Like Berahino, can we get rid of him? Wink. I would wish I was good when uh, he didn't get recalled. Um, I mean, other one, unpop. This might be an unpopular um, opinion, but other player that I just don't see contributes anything is Patterson. Okay. Not not that the fact he's played in pretty much any you know every position on the pitch. Yeah, but, not seen as a utility man. Yeah, but I've had this argument with players. Patterson, I've never ever questioned his effort or commitment. Just his quality on ball. Never create. He, when he played up front with Gregory, we never seemed to create any chances. He's not a creative player, is he? I think that's what we're lacking. Yeah, I mean, I think he played well against against Wigan. Um, he played in that like number number ten role. I mean, it's something I've mentioned quite a lot of times on on the pod. Is that you know how can you be how can you be a striker and then next bit playing as a you know, as a left a left centre back kind of thing, it, for me it do, it does seem a bit baffling. But then again, we've had lots of injuries, haven't we? This uh, so far this season, which has not helped, has it? No, I think his best games recently have been at centre back. I thought it was really good when we played Wickham at home. But you know why I played centre back at Wickham against Wickham at home because they were just big men up front. They're going to launch it forward. Yeah, great stuff. Cheers, John. Thanks, uh, thanks for that. Um, I just want to, you know, Ben. I just want to bring you, you back. I know you uh, dropped off and you and you, and you came back on. I mean, where, where do we where do we go from here? I mean, we obviously we've lost two games against Sunderland and Shrewsbury in quite awful fashion. Obviously, the five 0 hammering were 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 dreadful. Um, obviously, we've we've got a bit of a break now until until Plymouth. But then, obviously, games are going to be coming um, thick and fast. Obviously, we've got two games that have been postponed that we need to fit in at, at some point as well. Uh, I mean, what, what do you want to see improve from from here on in? Just results, mate. I think we'd wins. Forget draws. Uh, I'd rather just win one, lose one, than like win one and draw four or five. Let's just go out here. Let's just attack teams. Get a win. Just in regards to what Jonathan who mentioned about playing three at the back, for me, I think the reason we're playing three at the back is because we've got no centre-halves that's fit. Oh, we've got one or two coming back now, but uh, I say for the last, what, 15 games or so, we've not had any centre-halves fully fit. So I think playing three at the back just means the likes of Marvin Johnson can just get forward and, as I say, it's just like a stopgap. And I don't mind three at the back, really. As you said, we, you know, we've started getting results with it, so I don't think the formation's a problem. I just think it's the fact that... Who knows? They were just not. We don't play any urgency at times, and so for me, I just want to see us go all out for it now, mate. Just attack teams, get a get at them. A word about Patterson. He's a bit like Liam Palmer. He's playing everywhere, isn't he? He's one minute he's playing fullback, midfield, up top. For me, he's got to pick a position for him, preferably not up top, because I do agree he doesn't create enough up top and he doesn't score enough. So for me, is that we've got to play him at maybe fullback or? Uh, midfield, but yeah, it's not a striker for me. 
get him a settled position. See, he, he works his ass off, mate. He's, you know, he's, he's a worker and he's great in air as well defensively. You know, when we're defending, he helps out. So, got no problem with passing apart from he's not a striker for me. Uh, but yeah, I don't mind three at back. But for me, we've just got to go out, teams, mate. Let's go out and get as many wins as we can. Um, and just, yeah, attack teams for me off and no rolling out from the back. Just get it down and get at them, mate. Great stuff. Cheers, Ben. Uh, again, I can I say you... one more thing as well, pal? Yeah, just two seconds. If, if anyone else wants to get involved as well, then you know, make sure you press that request to talk button on the bottom left uh, and jump on. Um, obviously, we're talking about whether, whether we should stick with Darren Moore or whether we should... Um, Get him gone like quite a lot of people have been quite vocal on Twitter, but you no, know, not many people have been saying more out on here. It's been quite a lot of people showing support for uh, for Darren Moore, which um, you know, if you looked at Twitter after the Shrewsbury game, then you'd never you'd never have said that. So, uh, uh, so yeah, carry on, Ben. I was going to say um, the clubs put a post out on the last couple of days about December Player of the Month. Crikey, <laughs> I think we've had uh, wait Pizza Cup game against Hartlepool, which that's irrelevant. We had the Crew game. Um, and then we had the Sunderland game, so Crikey, we pick his player at month, lads, because I haven't got a clue. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a bit of a tricky one. Maybe maybe the fans, um, maybe the fans deserve player player at month for, for this uh, for this month. Uh, Liam, I just want to bring you on, mate. How are you? All right. Hi, mate. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, what do you want to say, Liam? Um, for me, I I don't want more anymore. Um, I've had enough of him. Okay. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Expecting a defeat, and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, I mean, when Do you know, I went, I went on Sunday after going to Sunday on Thursday night. To be honest, I'd have sold my ticket if I could have done, but it's just that hope that makes you go, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, so when, when we appointed him I mean, back back in March, I don't know, it's just it's just not good at the minute. It's not good. Yeah, Liam, when when we appointed him back in March. Um, what what were your thoughts then? Were you were you pleased with his appointment or were you a bit sceptical? Um, to be honest, he didn't do really well at Doncaster before we got rid you know, before he came to us. So yeah, he didn't fill me with confidence. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we like I said before, we've had lots of injuries and stuff. I, I don't think he's been. We've been able to pick our best eleven. You know, Windass has been injured for the vast majority of the season. Obviously, he's, he's missed the last two games. Luongo, arguably one of our better players, he's he's been uh, been missing due to injury. And obviously, we get them two back, and and then we've not got any the I O for an Hutchinson. So, um, do you not think that it's been quite difficult for him to you know get the results based on the injuries that we've had? Yeah, I, I get that obviously clubs are going to have injuries. Um, ours is really, really bad. But how how long can we wait for these players to come back? We have to finish in top six this season. It's simple as. Anything lower than that, it's not good enough. I mean, where do you see us finishing this season on, on light as, as we are now in this in the in the state that we're in I mean we're on 37 points with six points off of, off of Plymouth obviously we can reduce that that gap to, to three on the, on Saturday you know Portsmouth are on the same points as us they're just above us 39 is MK Dons 43 Plymouth 43 um, Oxford 45 Wickham and Wigan uh, and then obviously 49 and uh, 50 for, for Rotherham so we're what we're 13 points off the top of the league 12 points off for automatic and, and six points off for the, the playoffs at the moment. Where, where do you see us uh, finishing up? Well, top two's out of question. That, that ain't going to happen. Um, top six, as it stands at minute, they've got a chance of getting there. But I don't think with more, it's going to happen. They're doing it. This, they've got these two weeks now to bring somebody in. I mean, I don't know who I'd go for, but anything at the minute is better than what more is. What, just think- what don't you like about him? He's negative, negative. T- you know, it's, it's the way he sets his t- he sets the teams up to not get beat, right? And that's at home as well. Like at home, you need to be straight out, straight out their teams and make them defend. And we don't do that. We do not do that. So in the in the Sunderland in the Wickham game, did we set up to to not lose the game, or did we set up to win? So that's the, 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 the Sunderland game. <laughs> The Sunderland game, they did start off quite well. Mendes Lang were getting ball, having a go at defenders. But as soon as, obviously, they conceded, heads go down. And Moore's reaction is, it's just shy. He, he doesn't do anything. Shows no reaction to it. 
if he if he's as bad as what you know when he was like a player, he used to shout at everybody. Don't do any of that. Why not? So do you, do you want to see more more passion then? Yeah, I do. Yeah, do you not want to see that from him? I think he does. I've seen him there shouting at the players. I think before. Um, and personally, uh, I just think very rare. I just think, like for example, the last the last Sunderland game in terms of the one <clears> where we got <throat> hammered. You know, whatever tactics he set out, we just weren't there on the pitch. That's I just can't see. You know, we were miles off the pace, weren't we? I mean. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd like to say that that would have won off, but it's not, is it? I mean, look at Plymouth away twice. They've done exactly the same thing, collapsed. Um, where else has it been this season? There's too many to pick from. It's just, it's happening time and time and time again. I mean, for, for me, you know, quite a lot of blame does have to lie with the players. I mean, you look, I mean, how many times have we looked through, uh, through past results so far this season and we've, you know... Um, you look at Ipswich game obviously stands out for a, for a mile uh, for the for the mistake that Bailey Peacock Farrell made. You know that that's not that's not the manager that's, uh, no, that's, that's get done that. that. There's there's other games as well. Uh, Wimbledon two 0 up and again we've, we've thrown away a two 0 a two 0 lead. Is that down to the manager? I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, if you we, we could probably look through the the results. And I know any team could do that and say oh, if buts and maybes, but you could probably pick six seven eight points easily from uh, just from individual mistakes and if we had eight more points than what we have now I, I probably i don't think we're having this discussion do you no i mean I, I mean a majority of us probably think that he's lost the dressing room but okay that's, that's what, make, what makes you think that liam um well it's like when like like when you just mentioned about wimbledon being two and a up then i know it's a few weeks ago but he might have said to them you know, let's sit back and try and go. You know, try and win game. And obviously, players have just thought, well, I, we don't want to do that. So I don't know. It just makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Cheers, Liam. Thanks for uh, thanks for saying your piece. Uh, Tom, you want to have something to say? Just a very quick one. Um, obviously, we're halfway through season with thirty-seven points. So if second half of the season goes like uh, this, first half seventy-four points for the for last season. That got in in League One. That were six in the table, final standing. Season before ended early due to COVID, so that that don't really count. But the two seasons before that, then seventy four points was enough to get in the playoffs. So I'm just trying to put into perspective that it's not all doom and gloom. If we can change these draws into wins in second half of the season, like you mentioned, uh, I think someone mentioned Bailey Peacock Farrell when he made that mistake. Uh, Ipswich doesn't do that. That's three points. That's an extra two points. So it's fine margins, and I, I just think we need to get behind him. I just think, I think at the moment, from a Wednesday fans' perspective, social media is toxic. Majority is more out, and I, I don't, I don't get it. But I just wanted to throw that in. That's all. Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, the, the two two games that we've just. Um... You know the Sunderland game and and Shrewsbury, which were quite frankly awful games. I mean, do you see us bouncing back from that? Because Plymouth, obviously, we've played them three times already this season. We've not got the better of them, and quite frankly, the, the two defeats that we've had, they've they've played us off the park. Uh, I know they've lost the manager in Ryan Lowe, but can, can you see us bouncing back in that game at home? People are probably not going to like this, but my mentality my mentality would be just don't lose. 1-1, 0-0, just, just don't lose this next game and try and get something to build on. I don't I don't think we should be going out trigger up a all-out attack because I, I just think, it, as you mentioned there, they've, they've beat us already, so they know they can do it. So I think don't lose. And then, obviously, January's here, make some additions and try and build on that that's, yeah. that's my opinion anyway because if you look at the next couple of fixtures as well you know we've got Plymouth at home on uh, a week on Saturday uh, the following week we've got Oxford away that's going to be a tough game Oxford obviously are up there as well and then uh, then we come back to Hillsborough the, week, the following week to play Ipswich another another team that are, that are well up there so it's not going to be easy is it to, to get the you know when, when the form's dropped off you know to get that uh, that form up and running again is it Tom? No, it's it's not. And like I say, we just like my mentality would be just don't lose, build again, 
let's add, let's try and get lads back from injury or suspension like Luongo, and let's just try and build some momentum again. Obviously, I think Dimi mentioned it. We've had what best best part of three weeks off, uh, whether it's not training or playing. So momentum were lost there. Two bad results. Everyone's hit panic button. And I think we just need a reality check to say, let's get some players back or some players in, get them out the door who don't want to be there if we can. And like I say, let's just try and start to build again. And it could, this time in a month, we could be saying, Christ, we've, 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 won, we've won three and drawn one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, cheers, Tom. Cheers, Tom. Thanks for that. Uh, if anyone else wants to get involved as well, again, press that request the talk button on the bottom left. Uh, and have your say you know obviously we're talking about whether uh, Darren Moore uh, is the man to uh, to take us up you know a lot of talk on social media uh, like we said about uh, you know people saying that he should go there, obviously there, were, there was a lot of talk earlier on in the season as well obviously went on a, a, a decent unbeaten run which seemed to silence many people but obviously the two uh, the two recent uh, defeats has obviously sparked all these um you know all these people to come out and and say that he's he's not good enough to 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 be the you know to be the one to uh, to take us up. Uh, Andy, mate, how are you? All right. You all right, James? How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm fine, mate. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, not bad. I've been dipping in and out, so I've, I've missed quite a bit. It's all right, mate. Um, so, general gist of it, I'm probably more in just about, but patience is wearing very thin. The biggest concern I think has been um, obviously the Sunderland game, and I think I've heard a couple of guys talk about this. COVID and all that type of stuff, that can kind of be excused a little bit. Not the way that they gave up, but the situation that kind of led into that game. The biggest disappointment for me was Sunday because there was no reaction for the first 60, 65, 70 minutes. And that was awful. So all the players playing for him because there was no reaction there at all. And that was a huge concern. And you can feel it in the away end. It was awful. There was no atmosphere. Just kind of waiting to get beat, really. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, you, you say you've, it was after the Sunderland, sorry, after the uh, the Shrewsbury game. That's kind of you know saying that your patience is wearing thin. I mean, how, how long do you give him, and, and and what what do you need to see? I mean, obviously, the obvious answer is I want to see wins, but is it is it just that that you want to see, or do you want to see something else? Well, you've got to give him to end of season now. I mean, sacking him now is absolutely pointless when there's already you know rumours in the press of players were looking at. So obviously there's groundwork that's gone over the past couple of months. So you can't just tear that up now. So you've got to give them till the end of the season. But it, it's got to get better. And I fear the worst. You know, if we go 1-0 down first half against Plymouth, Hillsborough's going to be an awful place. And we've all been there before the last few years. And it takes a lot to turn it around. So And, and, and has he got it in him? Are the players there? And, you know, from Sunday's reaction it just wasn't there and that, that's my biggest concern do you think that obviously a few people have already said it already do, do you think that the players are playing for him or do you think he's kind of lost the dressing room I, I don't like that term lost the dressing room I think it's 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 used quite a lot and nobody really knows what's going off in the dressing room you can't see what happens on the pitch it, it's frustrating because you look at Portsmouth away such a battling performance the, the way they dug in you know passing at centre half losing Luongo to get a nil-nil there you know, it's, it's a great result in the circumstances but then to just chuck in the towel the last couple of games, it, it, it's difficult to put your finger on. It's just the Jekyll and Hyde nature of it. And are we ever going to get that consistency, you know, that, that battling performance week in, week out? I don't know. The last couple of games have just been really disappointing to chuck in the towel like that. I mean, on, on Sunday night, um, you know, myself and Liam Giles were, were saying, I mean, I, I made the point that I can't see where the goals are going to come from. You know, Gregory's got eight, but apart from that, the, the very few and far between Canberra's chipped in with with a with a few, but you know everyone else. You know Bannon's got two. I think Patterson's only got only got two as well. Do you think that's a concern? And, and you know where the goals are going to come from? It, well, if if Bannon don't create anything, we don't create anything, do we? I mean, there's been a couple of flashes from Corby. I know a couple of games, but you know we, we don't create much from out wide. The other two central midfielders are offering pretty much nothing, I'd say, at this moment in time. Adenarin was poor last couple of games. Wing has been consistently poor the last couple of months, probably. Um, Dele Bashir, who you know, shows some glimpses, um, has a good go when he comes up, come on on Sunday. We, we just don't have the creative players. I think, you know, look at the chances Gregory had over the past couple of games. Probably none. So I, I'm not sure Gregory's and Canberra are the issue. It's the guys in behind and out wide that the, the major concern. Is that way you want to see us bring some new people in in this January transfer window? Then, like I said, in the in the wide areas. I mean, 
We've got Kobe Anu, all right, we've brought Mendes Langin, although he's not played a great deal. I, I do think that that, that right-hand side is a, is a bit of a concern because we don't really have anyone to play in that role. Obviously, we played Jack Hunt out of there, but, you know, is he going to create as much as we as we want? I mean, where, where do we need to strengthen? Well, I think Mendes Lang needs a run in the team. Um, he, he's shown some glimpses, I think, when he came on, when he's made his debut at home, you know, he got forward, attacked the fullback quite well. At Sunderland, he didn't do too bad and he looked okay when he came on. So I think he needs a run in the team. So whether he's up to full speed or not, he's just got to play him. Uh, but we need defenders. So, I mean, realistically, you know, if you bring a couple of defenders in, depending on how long the injuries are, you know, bring a couple of players in, how many realistically we're going to bring in? The squad's already... I don't want to say bloated, but you know, there's quite a lot of players that aren't getting into the 16 or yeah. 18 on a match day. So it, I don't know. It, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, just just want to to leave it on. I mean, uh, I know uh, I can't remember was who said that. You know, he's not using the squad properly. I've just looked. Um, 44 players Darren Moore's used whilst uh, manager of Sheffield Wednesday. Now, and I know that could be quite um, inflated due to last season and all the all the players that he's uh, that he's brought in but he certainly don't like just don't, certainly don't shy away from making changes week on week but uh, yeah I'm going to leave it there uh, I've had a good hour um, thanks everyone I, for I was going to say one go thing on, Liam, go on, just on just on Dimmy's point earlier regarding the plan and where we where we stand do you not just think for example like I, I, well I, I don't know if Chanzeri has come out and said what his expectations or plan was for this season. But you don't think if the club did, or if he came out and said, right, this is the plan or this is what I expect, the fans, you know, we've got nothing to go off. You know what I mean? We don't even know what the club expects. Well, I think, I not, think if you do that, any... I, th- I think if you do that, you're just setting yourself up to fail. Um, if you say we want, we want Premier League football in five years' time, I think if you don't get it, then people ask the question, say, well, what now? Then are you going to walk because you've not you've not done what you've uh, what you've set out to do? You know, if they, you bring a manager and you say, right, we need to get up in in you know this season again, it's like a ticking time bomb, isn't it? I think it's uh, the, uh, people criticise like you know there's a lack of communication that comes out of the club, um, but I always think with a with a fan base the size that we've got, when people if if the club does come out and say. Whatever it is that they say, it's never going to be enough. Uh, if they come out and tell us about all the the injuries that we've got and why players are injured, the, the next question will be, why are they injured? Um, so I suppose, yeah, there is a lack of communication. And, and well, I suppose it's a, it's a well, it's fifty fifty in here. I don't know. I just think personally, like I don't know. If you came out and said X amount of players in the squad have been affected by COVID, you might not that you don't want excuses, but you can understand a bit more. And like, for example, if Transiri came out and said, right, I'm backing Darren Moore, even if we don't go up this season, we want to be up next season. Do you know what I mean? Just a bit of a... Hey, everyone, Liam, everyone knows if you play a football manager, when you get that dreaded vote of confidence from the board, you know what's happening in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's all even, I'm saying. Not even that. I don't know. I don't know. I just wondered what your, what your thoughts were on it. What, on a five-year plan? Well, just, just a bit... Yeah, just just like I genuinely think, like like I've used it as an example before, like Sunderland when their new owners took over, they were like, right, we're not signing all these players and this, that, and the other because we need to be sustainable. And once we're sustainable, well, do you know what I mean? Just a bit of a, but then like in, yes, Ben, go yeah, on, yeah. yeah, Dave Allen once uh, a few years back, we we're going to try and get into you in five years. That turned out well, didn't it? <laughs> what <laughs> was that? Sorry, I didn't hear that. Dave Allen, when he was chairman, didn't he say we were trying to get into Europe within five years when he took over as chairman? <laughs> I'm sure I remember something like that he said. Yeah, that ne- that never worked, did it? I, th- no. I think it's it's a tricky one because you know we've, we've I think we've had a good go at it in terms of in terms of the recruitment. It's just not worked uh, or not worked yet. Obviously, we've, we're only halfway through the season. Now we don't know what's going to happen in the next half. I hope things turn you know turn good. You know. The injuries have not have not helped whatsoever. I feel that if we've had if we you know the players that we've spoke about there, Windas, Luongo, Gregory, Iofa, Hutchinson, if we have if we have a full strength side, you know, obviously with Bannon who was ever present, I think we're we're a formidable outfit. Um, you know, the fact that we've been playing some weeks without any any centre backs and a makeshift side, 
you know, there's only there's only so much we can there's only so much we can do. Um, I must admit, I, I think I, I agree with Andy with with his point. He said that patience is running th- wearing thin. I think we need to stick by Darren Moore uh, personally because I you know I, I don't think chopping and changing the manager does help. You know, seven managers that you know since Chan Series took over. That's not including um, Andy Thompson, who obviously took over for more games than what Tony Pulis did. It, it's not. That, that that's not a model that that's going to work. You know, Liam made the point on Sunday, um, Sunday night, saying that you know if we sack Darren Moore, what what sort of contracts he on? That'll need to be paid off. We you know there's issues of not even paying players as as recent as you know how many months ago it was. So I, I, it's not. It's one of those those things that you know we've got yeah, to just. It has a knock on effect, doesn't it? it? Has a knock on effect. That's what I mean. Because I think we're still under that. If we don't pay the players, it was within X amount of time from whenever it was, we get an automatic six point deduction. So yeah. it's it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky one there, that's for sure. Guys, I'm gonna wrap it up there. Thank you very much for joining. I think this is the biggest one that we've uh, that we've done. So um you know also we'll We'll keep doing these every every week. You know, please keep joining. Please keep contributing because it's your chance of having your say uh, on the on the club. And we love doing these. Love speaking to all the all the listeners and, and things like that. So yeah, please. You know, massive uh, thank you to everyone for for jumping on. If you're listening, if you if you're contributing, speaking. Like I said, uh, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back uh, on Sunday. With, well, Monday should I say with a, with another episode, but a little bit different this week. We're doing a kind of a, a day in the life. Uh, episode of a footballer speak to Giles Cooks if you've got any questions anything that you think you know what does a what does a footballer do what do they do in training what do they eat what do they anything really um don't go on Al's talk and have a look at the post that I put on there because there's some ridiculous questions on there which I won't be asking but but anyway uh, but yeah if you want to uh, if you want to get involved with that you can tweet us uh, any questions that you've got we're probably going to do it on Twitter spaces as well to be fair uh, on um, on Sunday night so you can get involved and ask your question in person as well something a little bit different since there's no game this, uh, this weekend but yeah thank you very much everyone and uh, we'll see you all uh, next week cheers cheers lads up the Al's Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.